I'd like to dedicate this episode of Yield Today to Jason. He's heading out on a two-year mission trip for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints on Wednesday. And he said if I got this episode out by 6, he would listen to it. So I hope you enjoy the episode, Jason. Love you, man. And keep smiling. You're awesome. Keep up the good work, dude. You're going to do some great stuff. Hope you enjoy the episode. And thanks for listening. Appreciate you, man. You're a good person. It's important that I tell you that. This entire podcast is built around an acronym that I made for the word YIELD. It stands for Yes, I Envision Love Demonstrated. This acronym has helped me a ton in my work, school life, and in pursuing my passions and being able to help other people as well as growing my habits and becoming a better person. My biggest hope is that this podcast will help you to treat the opportunities and the people in your life differently. Learn to yield today and it'll be a better tomorrow. What's up, everybody? This is Dallin Canlan. We're back with Yield Today, episode 20. I'm here with Yenge Mapongo. He's the CEO of YM Elite Detailing here in the Raleigh area, Raleigh, North Carolina area. Take it away, Yenge. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Dallin. Oh, you got it, dude. I was just thinking about seven, eight months ago, I gave you a call because I've tried to keep in touch with you, and you told me you were starting a business. I come back home. And you've actually started the business. I mean, yeah, I like to. So. Hey, what's hey, up, Mark? Man, how are you? I'm doing good. We're just recording a podcast episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I did not expect to hear that. Okay. No, you're good. No worries. Yeah, I should have warned you. I was like, I didn't even. <laughs> I forgot he was coming. I was like, oh, he's coming. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. <laughs> All right, then. Um, Sorry about that. That's. Uh, that was the CFO, CFO of YM Elite Detailing. Sweet. Sweet. We probably chipped that a little bit, but that was still funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so seven, eight months ago, yep. I told you that I was looking to start my own business, and I wasn't playing around. We, no. We, we, found the, we found the steps necessary. We took them, and we went ahead and started our, our own business, and we've been feet forward since then i feel like sometimes people i i'm in this boat especially sometimes is like you say hey i'm gonna do this thing and nothing's gonna stop me from doing it and you totally just don't do anything and you're just basically stopping yourself from day one and you never actually get up to the the, fit, the starting line how do you avoid that well i'm a big believer in speaking things into existence and Mark and I, you know, my partner, we always talk about doing the things that we say. And the more that we repeat the things that, you know, we want to happen, mm -hmm. the more we're pushed to do them. So when you tell a couple people or a few friends you're going to do something and they know now, so now you're going to have people that are going to come up to you and be like, hey, man, how's everything going? And you don't want to be, or we don't want to be those guys that are like, yeah, we were going to start, but, you know, things got kind of hard and we didn't plan very well. So, fell in hard times. Yeah, like we kind of just, you know, yeah. just took a chance and said, hey, make it or break it. We have to do this thing. So, we started the business July 2018. We've been running ever since. Way to go, man. That's awesome. That's oh, awesome. 2019. Sorry. I got our years messed up. 2019. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. So I really like that thought you said of speaking things into existence. How long do you feel like you've had that kind of mindset? 
I'd like to say it's only been a couple of years. I, I didn't grow up with this. I kind of grew up with the make a plan, do things the right way, yada, 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 so on and so forth. But I never really grew up in an environment where I was told to constantly say what you want when confidential and, and repeat it over and over again mm-hmm. until I was probably in my early 20s, I'm going to say, probably 21, 22. And it just really helps. What you say really is what you do. You speak positivity, positive things will happen. You know, I, I used to think it sounded pretty dumb to mm-hmm. you know, constantly speak positive things, but the older I got, the more I realized, you know, the words that you get used to saying, the language that you get used to saying, communicating with people starts to become who you are. And if you're constantly that person that's shooting down people's dreams and being negative, you're going to, you know, by default become a negative person and you're going to mm-hmm. <laughs> be that guy that's going to, you know, later on in life that says, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done this differently. You know, so it's been a couple of years that we've been practicing this and, and I have both you know, been glad to see the progress that we've, we're not content, but we're, you know, we're happy with where we are so yeah. far. And a lot of that can be, you know, speaking positively about our future and what we want to accomplish together as business partners. So, yeah. yeah, it's a good place to be, you know, and that's awesome that you're able to, you know, you're positive about the future, but you're also not complacent, you know, you're willing to keep going you don't wake up in the beginning of a new day and be like all right we're good i think we got all the customers we want and that's kind of you're speaking things into existence but instead you're like hey i feel like we can help some more people and there's something that kind of drives you so that's awesome man that's awesome well i do know i was doing some research on you earlier today and found out i watched some of your old uh football highlight tapes Mm -hmm. so uh of you as the cornerback for the carry chargers you were really imps or the imps mm-hmm. excuse me you were very uh very forward about this you know like you you were hitting them head on it's kind of what i'm trying to say like there's people running with the football and then the like little circle comes over you and like oh no <laughs> <laughs> goodbye you learned a lot of work ethic i'm sure during your football years as well oh yeah football was one of the best teachers that i've ever had Although all the controversy about, you know, head trauma, CTE, and, mm-hmm. you know, football not being safe, I learned how to play football in a safe manner, and, you know, although my mom and dad didn't like <laughs> how much contact that I was receiving or delivering, I like to say, you know, uh, football's a great teacher, and I think, you know, teaches you a lot about character, work ethic, mm-hmm. you know, doing things the right way. Like football was a great teacher for me, and and it shaped the way that I do a lot of the things that I do now. That's awesome. Did you? uh, When did preparation, I guess, for making the football team start? Was it in middle school? Did you play middle school ball as well, or where did you just be like, "Hey, I want to play," in in high school and just work hard at it? So I knew I wanted to play football from a young age. I probably started playing football at recess in elementary school Mm -hmm. and I kind of begged and begged my parents to sign me up for Pop Warner which is you know it's anywhere from five years old to 
12 or 13 year old football and I never got a chance to play that so the first opportunity mm. I got was middle school and I tried out in seventh grade and got cut and mm. <laughs> yeah it, it was fine it's a sad story I got, I got <laughs> cut in seventh grade from basketball teams as well oh, yeah. my parents actually laughed at me or, or my sisters and my family kind of just laughed at me I was like well this sucks <laughs> mm-hmm because it was multiple days of tryouts. It wasn't just a one day and go home thing and find out. It was, you know, there was different portions of tryouts. And mm-hmm. I thought I had done enough to make the team, but I didn't that year. Hmm. To not make it past the first day. Or did you make it past the first I day? I made it past the first you day. Made it past the first day. Um, I think I made it to final cuts. And they had to keep one or two people and cut two people. And I was one of the two people that got... Hmm. Cut from the team, so yep, well, well, well. But you were you bounced back though. You wouldn't really know. I mean, did pretty good in football, and it sounds like it taught you some really good life lessons. Sports taught me a lot of life lessons as well. So sure did. That's awesome. Well, uh, what would you say? What would you attribute to um, a lot of your success? I guess in your life so far, like there's football. There's uh, your parents, especially, I'm sure, and family members. But what else, I guess, has helped you kind of stay focused? Well, I think for the most part, I was taught when I'm a young age from my parents to work hard. Um, you know, I have a, you know, a family full of you know, people who have worked hard and done things the right way. So that definitely helped get me jump started you know, I mm-hmm. can't take all the credit for <laughs> what you know I've accomplished or what you know Mark and I have started so it definitely came from our parents first of all and then the community because I definitely believe you know it takes a whole village to raise a child not just two mm-hmm. parents so I was blessed to have a great village of people around me that got me started and pushed me into the right you know direction so I can say that, you know, the village, the community that I was raised and, you know, the parents that I had step, you know, every step of the way to guide me, you know, to where I needed to go. Mm-hmm. So you had multiple influences kind of helping you along. Mm-hmm. All the way from, you know, youth groups to Boy Scout leaders to, you know, mm. a couple teachers here and there that I've that really I admired that you know I admired I didn't give up, uh, give up on me because I wasn't always the best student in the world I had the potential to do the schoolwork but you know I wasn't a big fan of schoolwork and homework and <laughs> all that good stuff so there was a few yeah. teachers that I, I still remember to this day that you know would always tell me why are you why are you not doing this like you're good enough you're smart enough why do you choose not to you're better than this, and they constantly tell me that, and I want to ignore it. But eventually, the picture, you know, the message got through to me. Mm-hmm. Eventually, kind of going back to speaking stuff into existence. Then, like you can do better than that, you're stronger than that, etc. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. Is there any like quotes that like really get you excited, or that have really helped you out in your path, or like you come back to, um, or maybe like a figure that's like done like i see you have a muhammad ali poster 
Yeah, I stole that from my parents' garage. It was just sitting there. So I thought, you know, why not put it in my room? But I still remember my dad always telling me, do it right or don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the type of person that would double and triple check the things that I did around the house. So if I didn't give my all, he could tell and he'd let me know <laughs> immediately. So I guess, you know, when it comes to a lot of things that I do, you know, I try to uh, do it to the fullest because I naturally can hear my dad in, in the background echoing, if you're going to do something, just do it right or just don't do it at all. So. I like that quote a lot. Yeah. Good words of wisdom. So what do you think your message is to the world, like from your story and everything that you're doing? What do you want your message to be? Don't let the words of other people who have been afraid to take chances keep you from taking chances and failing. Because I, I think I've, heard for every successful entrepreneur that there is they failed in two or three other don't quote me on this but I've heard something Mm -hmm. (laughs) along the lines of every entrepreneur failed at least a couple times and I think people you know just don't realize how important it is to take chances and be okay with falling on your face and getting back up because I have a lot of respect for people and the you know men and women of my life who have fallen and fallen and fallen makes victory even more sweet when mm-hmm. you've experienced multiple failures. So, I mean, chase your dreams. That's your mark of dream chasing, you know. Dream chasing is what I do. Yeah. It's getting started. That's awesome. What would you say to somebody that, let's say they're in your shoes, that you were, the shoes you were in eight months ago, that, hey, I have this business idea, let's do something about it. What, what would you say to that person? Well, I'd say first you have to get started in some way. Then our way of getting started was, hey, let's buy a work van where we will retail out of, and that will give us no choice but to go out and you know find our clientele and get started. I think you have to get the ball rolling somehow. You know whether if you're a you know cosmetologist or a barber or whatever business that you're working on Mm -hmm. you have to do something to get the ball rolling and our way of getting the ball rolling was like hey you know we've been saving up our money let's go ahead and let's make this move and go now why why wait until we have a certain amount of customers or a certain amount of profit to Mm -hmm. to do this and you know and then from there you know, we didn't have the whole thing figured out. You know, we were still kind of scared. You know, we didn't know what we were doing, but we were doing something, which I think made all the difference for us getting, you know, getting the ball rolling. We were actually working towards something, even if we didn't know what it was all the time. And along the way, we found ideas and we found people that did things a certain way. And we took what we liked from other people that to our business and we're continuing to do that you know so we can't figure it all ourselves you know there's been other people in in history that are that are working on what we're working on so yeah just just get the ball rolling 
It could be as little as a $5 investment or, you know, it could be even bigger than that. But do something to, to actually get get rolling and you'd be surprised how little it takes to, you know, start working on your dream business or your dream company, whatever that it is. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. I, I found when I was doing my YouTube channel way back in the day of playing video games with my friends and now I'm doing my podcast and doing other things is things just kind of happen after you get it started, you know, but there's mm -hmm. opportunities that don't open up if you're not opened up, if you haven't like, you know, if your doors aren't open for business, so to speak, or your mind's not open for business, there's things you're going to miss. I just remember I was talking with you a little bit earlier. You told me that you got somebody to do the graphic design for your new logo, which looks very good, by the way. It's oh, pretty nice. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of funny how that design came about. <laughs> One day we were like, okay, so we have a name. Now we need a logo. So we, I think I got on Google Images and found some random shape or something. And I was like, why don't we put the lion on the end and we're looking at it. And then boom, we gave it to the guy and he bought us the logo. So that wasn't really well planned. It just <laughs> something we just found and liked and mm -hmm. took it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of times people aren't okay with settling for less so they can have more later. So that's really, really good. How about like when you've had some of your more difficult times, what's helped you stay like focused? What's helped you just keep up this positivity when nothing seems to be happening? Like maybe you just keep getting knocked down or something. Yeah, so this, this seven, eight months hasn't been all roses and hand-holding and skipping through a meadow some sometimes have been pretty rough but in order to stay on the path and and be able to do what you'd say you do long after the mood in which you have set it in has left you you mm -hmm. have to develop a routine that's positive so you know for example i just started a new routine of waking up early, exercising, eating breakfast, reading, all before I have a first client, or if I, e even if I have no clients that day, like and I plan on going out later in marketing, just doing those types of positive things and going to bed on time and will completely change your mindset and keep you focused. So if you don't have a winning routine and rough days come upon you, then quitting seems a lot easier you know, when you're not in the right state of mind, mm. but you know, you don't have to work out and be usually strong. Yenge is pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> He's kept it up, you know, that consistency. It, as long as you throw on some, some workout clothes, some gym shorts, tennis shoes, and just do something to start your day, I feel like it will make your days, it will make your mind stronger, and I, I highly encourage you to find a form of exercise that you enjoy. It has helped me and Mark both, you know, accept shortcomings and failures without saying, hey, you want to get out of this thing? <laughs> hmm. I really like that, how the ritual, doing the ritual every day kind of helps you remember and, and keep going towards, towards your dream. So if you miss the ritual, then you probably won't be thinking as favorably towards the dream. Yeah, it's interesting. Makes a lot of sense though, so 
appreciate you sharing that. Is there any like any people or business figures that have really inspired you with their stories or their walks of life? Or has it been more of a smorgasbord of options of people that have inspired you? So just like when I played football, you know, I had idols that were, you know, that played defensive back, the position that I played, that I looked up to because they had work ethics, they had, you know, good family lives, they had good morals and standards, and they were dominant football players, so they had the, you know, the full package. So when it comes to business, I look up to a couple guys, and I like, you know, I love stories of people that have had a lot of adversity, so mm-hmm. Grant Cardone's a very uh, prominent business figure, he's big on social media, he's big into real estate and sales, he has a lot of charisma, a lot of passion, you know, he has a great routine that he, you know, that he works through on a daily basis. He's a type of guy that I look up to, because, you know, at one point, you know, he was he was left for dead I think he mm-hmm. he got into a bad drug deal or transaction in his early 20s and almost lost his life and had to go to rehab and the rehab guy did not believe in him yeah the, he's like you heard the story he told like, him he told him he's gonna burn out it's like you're not gonna last like a week you know you'll be back here you won't <laughs> exactly. you won't last so I like guys like that Jordan Belfort you know him and Grant actually had a podcast interview that you should probably watch it's pretty okay. cool it's about an hour and they butt heads you know a few times and I guess they're not the best of friends but they're two guys I'm you know I've, I've read a couple of Grant's books I'm actually reading one of Jordan Belfort's books so you know it's hard for me to choose a side because I like both guys so much but you know Jordan Belfort has a story of him you know basically cheating and he owes millions and millions and millions of dollars he's done prison time he's lost his company you know i think he's lost you know i think he's lost a marriage and and he's finding a way to bounce back and still make a difference after he completely you know fell off his you know fell off a tower it seemed like you know mm-hmm. you know so i like guys that have gone through some some stuff and have bounced back and you know look stronger than ever those types of stories, those types of guys keep me going. Days where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, it's awesome. I haven't really heard too much about Jordan Belfort, so I might have to look for it. I need to do that. He's famous for the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio played him in a movie called Wolf of Wall Street. It's pretty okay. Vulgar. I've heard of it's I've heard pretty, of Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, pretty vulgar movie, but it's a decent movie. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably stay away then. But I, I'm very inspired by those stories too, because like, you know, it's important how you see your situation. Because if you see it as like, oh, I'm gonna eventually get out of this, or this is gonna be different in a couple years, then you'll probably get to that point. But if you say like, man, I'm stuck in this dead end job and there's no way out, and I'm just gonna, you know, never rise up to my potential, then you know, it might just be what happens. Yeah, so I'm going to ask Grant Cardone, how do you stay motivated every single day of the year? And I'm pretty sure all Grant Cardone said was, I read every single day. And he reads books by all types of millionaires and billionaires all over the world and from history. And that's, that's how he says he stays motivated. So 
That's real. Even if you hate reading, you know, those audio books, you, you should do it. <laughs> yeah. If you plan on being a successful business owner, you might want to mimic what other sec- successful business owners are doing and entrepreneurs are doing. Yeah, I really agree. I've been, I just started reading this book today from uh, Donnie Osmond called Life is What You Make of It or something. And he's went through some different difficult times where he was like, you know, superstar when he was younger and then went through this kind of midlife crisis where he's kind of like, none of my hits, one of my songs are doing as well anymore and kind of had to reevaluate some things. And then one of his songs ended up doing really good again. But I haven't, I haven't gotten to that part yet, but he said it happens. Um, but yeah, sometimes you have to kind of chip away and put in all the time. And, you know, that's kind of what you've been doing this whole time. You've been grinding like crazy. And so you're finally seeing the results. So that's awesome. There's still more that we could do that we're, we're getting to. But for the most part, we put in a good amount of time into, into our brand, into our business. So you've made a ton of progress in the last little bit, I would say, and it's very noticeable. So good job on that. What do you say your, uh, where, where would you like to be in the next, I don't know, couple years or so? Like, where do you see Yange Mopong going in the next little bit? Um, I mean, I see myself continuing to serve on as high of a level as I can in my church and my community because I feel like that is way more important than money and accolades and cars and homes you know all that fancy fun stuff you know it wouldn't hurt to have some of those things but Mm -hmm. you know the things that truly make me happy and I feel like a lot of people can attest to this you know is what you can do for other people Mm -hmm. if I only had myself to look forward to taking care of the next two or three years or five years I wouldn't really be as motivated to go out and grind if I only had myself in mind, you know, the whole mm-hmm. time. So, you know, I see myself continuing to grow, grow our business, grow our brand, double, triple, quadruple the amount of customers that we have, you know, a couple more vans and other means of transportation to have, a couple more, you know, people to help us, you know, people that partner, be, be employees with us, help us grow, and, you know, that's all I can really ask for and, you know, continue to develop my routine. My routine isn't perfect, but I'm getting to a place where, you know, I like where I'm headed and I like where I'm going. And, but I'm always up for, you know, a little bit of criticism. That's why I continue to read because there's always things that I can change and things that I'm not doing right that I can work on. But it should be a next, a good next couple of years and I'm excited, you know. I'm in no rush, but I'm not in any rush for the, the time to pass. So, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get as much out of every day that I'm here, you know, because, you know, as Mark always says, you know, we don't know how long we're going to be here. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. So, you know, continue to, you know, enjoy every day and not just always look two, three years ahead, but be in the moment, live in the moment, enjoy the struggles and, you know, what we have going on right now but we will grow because we got no choice we have to <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's really awesome so you were 
looking forward to each day and making the most of it because we all get the same 24 hours every day so that's that's a that's a fact that honestly blows my mind every single time i think about it like yo the same 24 hours i have that's the same 24 hours that bill gates has that steve jobs had you know all these people kobe bryant all these people and they put so much into that time it's hard to believe my favorite rapper said it's sleep is for billionaires and more and more each day passes me by and I realize yep sleep really is for billionaires because there's too much to cram into one day to, to you know sleep as much as we'd like to mm-hmm. yeah lately I've been seeing that like I can get by with a little bit less sleep but I think it all goes back to like optimizing the system so like if if you're getting all the sleep cycles you can live on like six or seven hours of sleep every night but if you're not getting the right sleep cycles and stuff you can get like eight nine hours of sleep and you feel like garbage every time Mm -hmm. but if it's all like kind of cohesive like a well-oiled machine then you're gonna wake up ready for each day and it's gonna be good so you'll be able to put what you need to into what you're doing that's awesome well, I'd really like to thank Yenge for appearing on the show today. How can our listeners reach you? Man, you can reach me on Instagram. Our business page is at YM Elite Detail. That's it. And you can also meet, reach me on my personal page if you know if you care to follow me. First name Yenge Y E N G E underscore underscore M P O N G O. I believe there's two underscores. I'm not sure, but I'm sure if you look me up not going to be more than one yenge up there <laughs> that's awesome do you have any other th- last thoughts for the listeners yenge no i mean i mean one thing i'd say is you know even if you're not religious meditate pray ask for inspiration because this idea hasn't been something that we've known for a long time you know it took inspiration it took trial and error it took 10, 15, 20 plus different jobs and looking at different majors. Like this, you know, this wasn't just something that I grew up knowing that I was going to do forever and be a businessman. So, you know, pray for inspiration, seek for inspiration, you know, and I can't give you a timetable as to when you'll see it, but when you'll feel it, but chase after it, go after it, fall on your face a few times. There'll be someone around there to pick you up and wipe the dirt off and, kiss your bruises <laughs> but yeah go out there make a mess mess up a little bit yeah well, that's really awesome it make me think about uh acts fifteen twenty seven that says like if they will feel after him meaning god they will know that he's not far from any one of us and i would i would agree i would add that a little testimony too that like you know sometimes life is really difficult but you know god's going to be there to help you up and and clean off those bruises and give you a new uh a brighter hope like a new new eyes new vision for the future and he's the one who got me starting this podcast and otherwise this wouldn't have happened yeah and you know with me starting this podcast one day i was just you know out doing picking up some potatoes out in uh driggs idaho and i was just like all had all these crazy ideas for the podcast like yo this just needs to happen and then the next day i was like all right it's happening and i got the first episode out and we've been i haven't been as diligent with it as you but uh 
yeah, I've, I've kept it going and the Lord's kept the vision going. So I really appreciate you meeting with me today. It's been an honor. It's been uh, fun talking with you. Yeah, so. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And remember to yield today and it'll be a brighter tomorrow. Like Yenge. Because <laughs> Yenge did that. Yenge saw the opportunity, went after it, and uh, he's seen the fruits. So thanks, Yenge. Yield today and there'll be a better tomorrow. Boom.